listening to the Indie Echo Podcast, a showcase of independent music and the artists that make it. I'm Jordan, producer at High Five Music. Eve Whelan is an Irish singer-songwriter. Her emotional lyrics and enchanting harmonies can be heard throughout her debut EP, Reflection. Thank you for being here. Thanks, Benny, for having me on. You've had an exciting weekend of listens and radio plays. And how has the response been to your very first EP release? It's so overwhelming, like in a good way. Um, even like friends from school, the support they've shown is absolutely incredible. You just never get used to it. Like I'm absolutely overwhelmed and yeah, it's been great. I'm from uh, Clonmel in County Tipperary, Ireland. Uh, it's a small town. Growing up, uh, I kind of listened to some of the old classics. Like I grew up around Kate Bush, The Cure, um, Nirvana. Like my dad was really into Nirvana as well as my mom. And they were both um, in bands growing up as well. So I've always been surrounded by music growing up. And I've always been really creatively inclined because of that. Even as a child, I used to write silly little poems and I just sang and made up to go with everything. And uh, I was always kind of writing songs as a child as well. I only started taking it seriously until maybe a couple of years ago when I was 14. But I wrote them and I kept them to myself. I was like, no one can see these, like, you know. And uh, yeah, and now I'm writing them, you know, I'm bringing out my own music today. So yeah, I've always kind of been the way I am. Where did Reflection come from? What made you decide this is the one I'm going to put out? So basically reflection, it's literally reflecting back in a, a period of time in my life where I lost a, a much loved family member. And each song kind of goes through the different stages of grief from like the actual like loss and then how I coped with it, what was going on in my head and heart. And then the end song, Promise, kind of ends on a hopeful message for the future. This person had a really positive impact on my life and it kind of, the album discusses like feeling lost and hopeless and then in the end kind of grown from that and then where I am today uh, seeing the hope for the future again. Were all the songs written at the same time and did you you know make any cuts were there are there b-sides we haven't heard? So basically like even since I was 10 like some elements of these songs have been whirling around in my head like for example even with Outsider when the initial last struck it's kind of like the feeling of floating outside of myself and kind of like as if I was a ghost nearly not recognizing myself, like even in the mirror. I feel like everyone who goes through like a loss has experienced something like that. But yeah. Outsider is probably a, a, a close second favorite of mine. Yeah. The harmonies yeah. that you do in there are just really, really nice. Thank you. Stranger in your own
trained at all? Yeah, do you know what? This is a funny thing now. So a lot of people are shocked when I say this, but from a really young age, I've been trained in musical theatre and popular singing. That's like what my grading is called. But um, I'm fully graded now up to grade eight and I've done my senior cert, so I'll be able to teach it now whenever I get the results back. But like my passion is obviously like writing music and making my own music, which kind of has that more of an alternative feel. But um, I also have my other passion, which is performing in musicals and musical theatre and all that and it's a bit of a contrast like really when you think about it but yeah I'm trained in musical theatre I started when I was about 10 uh, getting my grades but yeah then we've moved on to the more alternative side of things but I still love musical theatre like What made you want to do an intro track? Because they're, they're kind of a lost art Yeah, A lot of older albums will have intro tracks and I, I miss them Like I don't know why I love intros and albums like um like I love Kaliuchi's and she always does intros to her albums and they're just they kind of set the tone for the album but at the same time they're kind of in their own realm away from the album so basically where recovery came from was the kind of period before the loss where I was coming out of like a, a dark kind of patch in my life and I was like yeah we're on the road to recovery and now it's all great and I was looking up to the future and then bang the loss hit and it was kind of back to not rock bottom but back to the ground again and working up from there so yeah I feel like recovery goes to the rest of the album well but at the same time it's kind of in its own realm really when you think about it like you know even the, the sound of it's completely different to the other four songs in my opinion at least like yes because there's a trumpet that comes in at the end yeah and at first I was like yeah where is this trumpet coming from and then I remember you play the trumpet <laughs> yeah I played yeah I, I kind of I was like do you know what like I played the trumpet I played the trumpet since I was nine I was like I have to do something with with the trumpet on the album and I was like where can I put it in I was like it wouldn't fit in August there's literally no way it wouldn't really fit in Promise like Transitions was already out at this point I was like hmm it wouldn't I can't really do that and about that and Outsider can't really do anything so I just put it in uh, recovery and I, I think it not makes the sound but I feel like it wouldn't be the same without it It works, yeah. It, it gives it, like, as soon as it comes in, it gives it, like, a 70s kind of feel. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the vibe I wanted to go for, because I love all, like, 70s, 80s music. As I said, like, I grew up around that kind of music, and it's where I take a lot of my influences from as well. Like, um, especially with vocals, Kate Bush is one of my main influences. I feel like that's kind of, you can hear that in August. Um, I just really admire her for her individuality. She was fearless, like, you know. Um, she she did what wasn't done before and I, I just think she's an absolute inspiration like when you watch her music videos back in the 80s it probably looks so peculiar because everyone was kind of doing the same thing but she just took it right outside the box like um, even with her outfits the way she sang her lyrics like my favourite song of hers is The Hounds of Love like um, it, like there's nothing that sounds like her even in this day and age there's literally nothing I, I absolutely love her she's probably one of my biggest musical inspirations I would say yeah and you took on the production all yourself, correct? I did, yeah. Um, I got help with the mastering by Andrew Whelan. But I mixed all of it in my bedroom above and I um, performed it all. And my bedroom is tiny, so I literally don't know how I did it. I mixed it all. I wrote all the songs up there. It all happened up in my room. I wrote all the songs, um, recorded it, mixed it, and yeah. And it came out amazing. Thank you. 
Thanks so much. What was the uh, the hardest part about it? Well, I got the recording equipment initially for my birthday there last year, and I started playing around it in October. And I had no idea how to do it. I like before I would have used GarageBand on my phone, like you know, just to record my vocals or whatever. But this is completely new to me. I watched a few YouTube videos, but then I just started um, kind of fiddling around with how to do harmonies because I just love layering harmonies. You can kind of hear that in my album as well. Then I, I put in the hard work for a few months and then I recorded, it wasn't my single now, but it was the first like original song I put out into the world, Haunted. Then Transitions came after that and the rest of the album. So yeah. It's funny how naturally harmonies come sometimes. It's like, You've heard so many songs, you you know what's going to sound good in this one note and stuff. So what is a lot of, you know, just playing around with what works and what doesn't? I feel like the harmonies in recovery. I love doing those because I think there's about four layers to them. Um, but it was super fun to do that and then add the trumpet in at the end. That was probably my favorite song to do the harmonies on. I actually wrote August, the lyrics to August in about 15, 20 minutes, I'd say. It was going around in my brain for the past few days and I knew I had to get it down on paper because I couldn't go another day. Like, I was like, this has to be a song. Like, I, I kind of had the melody in my head already, but the lyrics came first for that one. And I, I kind of write through metaphors as well. I don't really write literally. All my songs are kind of metaphorical. So I had the metaphor and then I wrote down the lyrics. And then uh, in the following few days, I put the recording together. Take me back to was kind of the fastest song to put together of the whole album. Outsider, the contrary, oh my god, Outsider was a process. It was, it took months. Um, I remember I had the melody for literally months and I loved it so much and whatever lyrics were coming to my mind, none of them would fit and even the concepts and the images are like, like they just won't suit it and then I kind of had to take a step back and literally reflect on like that time in my life and I was like, but what were you feeling though? Because that's what the album was lacking I feel at that point. I was like, I, I didn't even discuss like how I was feeling inside at that point. Then it kind of turned into this like, not even angsty sounding, but it kind of sounds a bit sad as well. It's like nearly a paradox because the sound is so happy. But when you listen to the lyrics, then you're like, oh, it's a bit, you know. <laughs> Those are some of the fun songs for like, yeah, even some, you know, top 40 dance songs. You'll be like dancing and it's like talking about something really sad. <laughs> yeah, then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, oh, oh never mind. Yeah, yeah, shouldn't be dancing to that. Yeah. And what made you want to use Transitions as your your lead single? I feel like my album is such a personal project. But I feel like with Transitions, especially at the time of our lives we're at now, with so much change going on in the world, like the time I wrote it was during the first lockdown and the lockdown had just started, everything was closed down. No one knew what was going on, everything was up in the air. So I kind of took inspiration from that and um, the fact that I'm going to college next year and everything, like the fear of the unknown. And I felt like it was just a really universally relatable message in comparison to the rest of the songs of my album because they're quite personal to me and like like that time in my life. But yeah, I just felt like everyone especially would be able to relate to transitions. And then Promise is the the uplifting it is, yeah. closer of the album. Yeah. What made you want to make it pretty much all guitar and then I guess some synthy pad in there as yeah. well? I just started off with me and my guitar and then I 
synthesize some of the guitar so the synth you hear like the swell of the synth it's actually my guitar I just synthesized it and then I brought it back down again um, but I just wanted the last song to be kind of paired back and simple because I think the rest of the album gets really harmony laden and as I said and there's so many instruments and with promise I feel like the vocals are more spaced out as well for example outsiders really wordy um, I just knew I had to end the album on a hopeful message because some of the songs were fairly heavy on it and I kind of wanted to take inspiration from where I am now in my life as well which is in a good place like I'm kind of looking towards the future I see you there in the summer air just like we promised years ago I love a good album structure where you you know you have your intro, yeah. you have your outro, yeah, and it, it all just makes sense as as one big collection. Because mm-hmm. a lot of albums, you know, you'll you listen to them and they're basically just a bunch of singles that they just kind of threw in together. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So to have that that story to tell, mm-hmm. not just lyrically but also sonically, that's something you did very well. Thank you. Thanks so much. That was really important to me because, like as you said, a lot of albums are just singles put together. I knew I didn't want mine to be like that. I wanted it to kind of tell a story, even though it's only five songs. That's why I put the intro in as well, because I was like, I can't just start off in August. You know what I mean? Because that's not really telling the full story. I wanted to start from the very start and then where I am now. At the beginning of your career now, so do you have any like short-term goals? What would you like to do in the near future? Um, well, I'm going to college next year, so um, I'm going to be studying music and English. So I just, I don't even know what route I really want to go down musically. Obviously, I'll always love to make my own songs and everything, but um, as a career, like I don't really know yet. I could become a music teacher. I could be a conductor, you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of want to spend um, the next few years trying to find out what route I want to go down musically. So I just kind of want to focus on my studies for a while and obviously then like uh, start performing publicly as I've never like performed publicly by myself. Um, I've been in, in a marching and concert band since I was nine and um, we went on a few trips abroad with the band, especially the most notable one I'd say would be to the US, we went to Chicago and um, my only kind of experience singing solo in public was in front of the big band playing behind me in the background, like, you know. Chicagoans would appreciate how you say Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've a, I've a really thick Clamel accent. Um, <laughs> Chicago, yeah. Like I grew up out in the country, so um, people used to tell me I sounded like a farmer. I do. Like even though I live in the town now for the past few years, but I still do sound a bit like um, like a farmer. Yeah, I, it'll never go away. Yeah. <laughs> Potato. Yeah. <laughs> Are you anxious to move to a big city or something? I actually love the city life. I really do. Like, um, I think growing up in such an isolated area out in the country as well, because it wasn't in a village. It was literally in the middle of nowhere. I grew to love kind of being in the middle of something. Like um, whenever we go on trips to Dublin or Cork, I used to love it. Um, so I can't wait to, especially next year, be living in the city in college and everything. But I, I love city life. I absolutely love it. I love to be in the middle of something like the city. I could never live out in the country. <laughs> I like that as well. Like whenever I go to New York or something, I just, I don't even have, have a purpose. I just kind of walk and yeah. wander and find things. Yeah, lovely, yeah. 
and, and even here, I just kind of like ride my bike around and yeah. find things I never found before. So cool. Yeah, I'd love to go to New York, actually. That's one of my goals as well. <laughs> go to New York in the future. Chicago is amazing, but New York, I think it's just from like seeing movies growing up. Like my favorite movie was Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. So ever since then, I was like, yeah, I have to go to New York and can't wait to go to Broadway and all that. Yeah. So yeah, sometime in the future, hopefully. Uh, you'll never be bored. And you'll never be hungry. Yeah. A lot of great food. Yeah, oh my gosh. That's honestly a selling point for me going, honestly. <laughs> Releasing your first body of work is, is always very exciting. Yeah. Well, first of all, you don't know if anyone's actually going to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> You've at least built up a following on YouTube and now TikTok. So you have that core listener base. Yeah. But you still don't know what the reaction is going to be. So can you talk about what the reaction from other people about the album has been? people sharing on their story and everything and even people like sent me private messages it's, it actually warms my heart like it's so lovely um it got a few like spins on the radio there and uh, i got featured in a hot press magazine the other day which i'm still in the stage shock over i can't believe it it's been one of my long-term goals for so long because i'd always like even grown up seeing the magazine like even if it was true like my friends or whatever and I'd always read it online and I got a feature in it there the other day for August and I still can't believe it like and even other people doing reviews um it's just amazing to read it like and be like oh my god they're talking about my song like I still it, it hasn't sunk in yet I don't think I assume you're anxious to start playing it live in front of people you said you haven't done that yourself so do you think it's going to be just all nerves going into that yeah like um when I was younger now, I used to be an absolute nerve bag when it came to like perform publicly. Like I kind of always struggled with that, but as I've gotten older, I've just gotten way better at kind of harnessing that. I think what helped me as well um, was I was on the stage from like an early age in, in dance shows. I started off on stage in dance shows and um, then in whatever musicals I was in, when I'd sing on stage, it kind of, for some reason, it felt like at home to me. Like I wasn't nervous when I was on stage. Um, like obviously when you first step out you're a bit nervous but then once you start going you're fine I think thinking about it's the worst thing for like a lot of people they just kind of start overthinking they're like oh yeah but what if this goes wrong and then when you're actually up there it's fine like but I can't wait to start playing again like on my own because I've never geeked on my own before I kind of want to make a band so I don't know like that's just not even one of my goals but it's something that I would like to do eventually because uh, for now it's just me and my my acoustic guitar even though I did play every instrument on the album but I wish I had like 10 hands because that'd be really cool because I could just be like a one-man band then but yeah, yeah just me and my my little guitar for now as a drummer I'm interested in, in how you found the were you like programming all the drums? Yeah, it was through a MIDI board. It was through a MIDI keyboard. Okay. I don't have an actual drum kit at home. I wish I did. But yeah, through a MIDI keyboard. Handy. Really handy. The fundamentals in drumming are even there when you're just tapping on a keyboard because you have yeah. to do multiple things at once. And, yeah. You know, have them all stay in rhythm and stuff. So yeah, yeah. was that the first time you had attempted something like that? Um, yeah, well, it took me a few takes, especially with the first few songs. But then after a while, you just get used to it. And then I quantize them, obviously, because you could like be like a bit off some parts. It's really fun. I feel like I've like my dad is a drummer as well. So he constantly even be tapping or when he was driving, he'd be constantly tapping on the steering wheel. Yeah. And my uncle's a drummer as well. Um, <laughs> so I was always surrounded by that. He was a drummer in the same marching band as I'm in when he was younger. Um, so he'd be doing the same thing. And then I think I got it from my dad, to be fair, as well. And even like when I'm bored, I'm constantly tapping on my leg, like tapping my phone. So yeah, I'm pretty like rhythmic. So yeah, the drums were really fun to do on the album. 
when I first joined the marching band when I was like nine I really wanted to be a drummer I was about to be a drummer <laughs> but then we played the trumpet but yeah what are you hoping the listeners of Reflection take away especially with this album those who have been through like loss and grief in any way shape or form I hope they can relate to some of the songs and um I just kind of want to strike a card in some way with every listener, even if they haven't been through an experience like mine. Even me personally, when I'm listening to other artists, they could, it's like the way they even do it musically. It's not even necessarily their lyrics. It's just the music helps me connect with them. If they've been through an experience that I've never been through, I can still connect with them in some way. Links to reflection and everything else can be found in the show notes. Indie Echo is a product of High Five Music a digital production studio that brings your bedroom demos to life. If you want your music professionally produced, mixed, or remixed, visit the link on my Instagram, at High Five Music, and you can follow the show at Indie Echo Podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs>